I know as a man, I was treating it, when it came to my mental and emotional well-being, I was treating it like I'm in this by myself. And I was saying, I don't want to burden Tanya with the stuff that I'm dealing with. You know, I don't want to push, put this on her. Um, but the ironic part was, is that that's part of being vulnerable. And that's what you, you really wanted from me. Welcome to another episode of Marriage Matters. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about marriage, marriage matters, matters because marriage, marriage matters. matters. My name is Glenn Coleman. If you're watching or listening for the very first time, and I'm joined as always by my beautiful, sexy wife. Hi, I'm Tanya Coleman. Yep. So uh, how was your week? How, how's things been going in your world? Things have been going well. Things uh, are are busy. We're, we're building. We're... Um, growing, um, all of the things okay. and just a lot happening in the household altogether. So the house is busy, so I'm busy. So this is, um, Sunday night that this airs. So yesterday, our oldest turned 18. Lord help. Shout out to Bethany Cherith Coleman. Yes. Um, our oldest, she's 18. We have an 18 year old. Unbelievable, uh, right? We have a person, uh, in our home who can vote. Another person. Uh, another person. Uh, we have a child who can vote. Yes. Which is uh, different. Uh, but, you know. We're taking it all in stride. We're taking it all in stride. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, happy birthday, Bethany. Happy birthday, uh, Beth. And we're going to be celebrating her today. Uh, so we, I guess well, we've been celebrating, celebrating her again. Again, today. we've been celebrating her uh, all weekend. All week. In all for the last eighteen well, days, yeah, she's been being celebrated. She so, has been. Uh, and if you hear the whining in the background, that is our lovely puppy. What? Don't say her name. I didn't say her name. Okay. I just said her. No, I love the puppy. Okay. Uh, she just won't let us be great, but uh, sounds like she's stopping. So, uh, so we have a dog. Yes. Um, she Why said, do "Don't say her name." Dog? But anyway. Uh, <laughs> What? Nothing. Okay. So um, we had not done this in a while, but every now and again, we like to give you tips, tricks, and tools yes. to help you enhance your uh, marriage, enhance your relationships, enhance your life. We're all about life enhancement. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, all about, we're all about becoming the best version of ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Um, yes. And so this week, I want to give a recommendation. We just started reading this book mm -hmm. uh, by our good friends. Uh, that's right. They're good friends. <laughs> Kevin and Melissa Fredericks. It's called Marriage Be Hard. Yeah. 12 conversations to keep you laughing, loving, and learning with your partner. Mm -hmm. uh, this has been a great read so far. Um, I think we're three cha ch three chapters in. Yeah. Um, and we really enjoyed it. Um, really, uh, I love hearing other people's stories mm -hmm. um, because number one, you find out it's not just you. Right. Uh, number two, um, when you know that other people are kind of struggling the same with some of the same stuff that you struggle with. I don't know why, but that's encouraging. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to say misery loves it's company. Normalizing. Normalizing. That's better than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, this is a great book to, for maybe you. We're reading it together yes. um, as, as a couple. So um, really great. Shout out to Kev and Melissa Frederick. I would mm-hmm. encourage you. Uh, and and congratulations to Kevin and Melissa. Yes, Oops, amazing. I dropped the book. But this book um, is on the New York Times bestseller yes, it is. list. So I'm really um, proud of them for the work that they're doing. So um, before we move forward, something else we hadn't done in a while mm-hmm. I wanted to do again is our review of the week. Yeah. So we yeah. want to encourage you guys to go onto Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Let us know how you enjoying the the enjoying the podcast, how it's helping you. Um, we love hearing from you guys. We're really enjoying the comment, the comments, all of the shares, all of the posts, all of that stuff, um, the subscriptions, all of the things. We, we're enjoying it. But I want to share this review. I've shared this review before, but I liked it so much. I want to share it again. Okay. And I think I well anyway. I, I'll share it. I'll share it again. So uh, this review comes from Trying TT. Okay. Um, so is that you? Because I know that people call, you know. I, I, Why uh, would I review I don't our own podcast? Just to hype, hype your own self up sometimes. No, you know, I, sometimes I you got to be your own cheerleader. I don't give false reviews. That's not false. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. How companies get an employee to review their product. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we don't do that. Well, yeah, this this is not us. So from Trying <laughs> TT. Uh, It says, uh, these two people are super dynamic and are super relatable when it comes to relationships. I love everything about this podcast. They teach about being in a relationship the godly way and the Jesus way. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Love this podcast. You would too. Awesome. Thank you. Trying TT. Trying TT. And yeah, we want to just encourage you guys. We love the comments, Mm -hmm. but we also love when you go on to Apple um, and give us reviews because that makes mm-hmm. us look really good to Apple. You yes, know? So, absolutely. Uh, so five stars, please. Yeah, Thank you. yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, and be honest, you know. Yeah. But if you but get it, if it's, stars, if it's not, if it's if it's negative, don't don't leave it. You know, we don't want to know. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, so thanks again, trying TT. So, um, before we get into today's topic, I do want to. We're in the month of October, and mm-hmm. this. Month of October uh, carries two things that are near and dear to my heart. Number one mm-hmm. is this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. And I want to give a special shout out to my mother. Yes. Um, such a giving, loving. Mm-hmm. I can't say enough about this woman. Um, but she is a breast cancer survivor. She is. She kicked breast cancer in the booty. She is. She is so, a warrior. <laughs> warrior. And um, so I just want to honor her and, and say, how you know, we love you. And um, we're, it, I'm a, can I be proud of her for? You can be it? proud of her because, listen, she did that thing like a soldier. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thanks. I know she's watching. So yes, thanks, mom. We love you, um, Nana. And also, and appreciate you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, it's fine. Go ahead. And also, October is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes, it is. So we talked about mental health um a, in the previous uh, uh, in the previous podcast. episode. So we want to kind of continue that. This is the last Sunday in October. Um, so we want to kind of stay in that vein. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know. Mental health is really important. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I heard speaking of Kevin Fredericks, I think it was Kevin who said this. I can't remember. I listen to a lot of podcasts, so sometimes they all get 
Mm-hmm. Jumbled. I can't even remember who said what. Mm-hmm. I think it was Kevin who said Kevin Fredericks who said this at Kev on stage, uh, who said this. Um, but he said, you know, when when you have heart issues or heart problems, you know, you seek out a cardiologist, mm-hmm. or you know, if you have issues with your feet, if you haven't, uh, you know, you go to a podiatrist, or right. you know, if you if you don't if you're not feeling well you go to urgent care or you go to these places. Mm-hmm. He was saying, but when it comes to mental health and emotional health, mm-hmm. when we're having mental health issues, we tend not to mm-hmm. seek out the, the help, the, the proper, mm-hmm. let me say that the proper help. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tend to try to handle it other ways. Um, and I don't know why we think, you know, if, if we're not, if we can't fix our own heart, if we can't, you know, fix our own feet, you know, what makes us think we can fix our own minds, you know, our own right. mental health, our own emotions. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, that's kind of what I want to talk about. And, you know, I know. Well, say something about that, because I've been talking a lot. So <laughs> what? <laughs> I like I was letting you get to your point. I got I, that was my point. OK, but yeah, absolutely. The. Um, there it's you know the stigma with mental health or mental well-being has always been in place mm-hmm. you know when we were growing up you know if someone went to uh someone to see about their mind it was said that they were crazy or you know um if people we didn't really hear about people in our community paying to go and see a, a therapist or a counselor. They even used the word shrink back in the day. You mm-hmm. know, that was used a lot. Um, and it had a very negative connotation to it. Mm-hmm. And so now we are more aware and people, the communities are becoming more and more um, educated on mental health and mental well-being and, you know, the importance of taking care of your your mind, as you said. Um, and so it's progressing, but there's still a bit of a stigma attached, you know, that I don't want to seem weak. I don't want to for it to appear that I'm not um, in faith. I, you know, I don't, you know, I can just pray about it. I can just talk to my best friend about it. You know, all I have to do is just is keep striving, keep, keep hustling, keep doing all these things and I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's still stigma attached to taking care of your mental well-being and your mental health. And people attach, um, have a tendency to attach their person to if they are having mental health challenges or struggling in some form or fashion or emotion, it's like something is wrong with me mm-hmm. if I'm struggling with the, with depression, with anxiety, if I am, you know, um, having overwhelming thoughts and all of these different things, then something is wrong with me as in it goes back to that old saying as in like, you know, you have to be crazy or you, you're not mm-hmm. strong enough. You just need to toughen up, you know, but you are, your brain is in your body. Mm-hmm. It is a muscle. And sometimes 
there are things we don't have enough of certain proteins and certain elements in our brain. So that can trigger some things in us there. Of course, there's past histories of traumas and all these things that li- literally stay in your body. If they're unprocessed, your traumatic experiences, the body remembers. And until you actually process them, sit in the feelings and allow them to flow through you so that you can really release them. All you're doing is stuffing them. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's a lot that goes into why people don't seek, you know, help when it comes to their mental well-being or their emotional well-being. Um, mm-hmm. But as I said, the more and more that we talk about it, the more and more that we put it out there, the more and more that we normalize taking care of your mental well-being and seeking counseling and seeking therapy. I believe that we will begin to see more and more people evolve. I love, you know, and I know it's a lot of people. We talk about trauma, trauma. um, We talk a lot about being triggered. You know, there are some, some verbiage connected to mental well-being and mental health now that people would say, well, they're buzzwords. Okay. Well, they are, but I think it's because people are gaining more and more more and more understanding of what has happened in their own lives. Mm -hmm. And so now I have a word for it. I didn't have a word for it before. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a definition for it. I didn't have a definition for it before. Mm -hmm. All I know is what I felt. And I was scared to, I was not open enough to share what it is that I was feeling because I felt like something was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I go to the heart doctor, as you said, because something doesn't feel right with my heart or I'm feeling out of breath when I take a flight of stairs and I'm not, you know, there's no cause or rhyme or reason to it. Most likely they're going to send me to a cardiologist to have my heart checked out because something is wrong with my heart. Mm -hmm. And we're okay with that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to our mental and emotional well-being, there's something wrong with me going to see someone about that, going to see a counselor or a therapist about my mental and emotional well-being, because then I would have to admit that there's there's there something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, well, I guess it goes back to to what you were saying earlier, you know. I don't see why that's, well, I know why that's, it's because of the culture that we grew up in, mm-hmm. why that's such a big deal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just like with anything else, and, I, and I'm, I'm learning this in my life, that until we acknowledge that there's something wrong, then we can't, we will never get to the place where we can, we can fix it. Exactly. And and that's what, you know, I know for me. Igno- and, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you go off, ahead. but I'm cutting you off. Cut, it, cut me off. Go ahead. Ignoring an issue does not make the issue go away. Exactly. Yes. If I leave, um, if I leave milk in the refrigerator and it's been in that refrigerator, I don't know, 14, 15 days, most likely it's probably spoiled or soured. If we've opened it and used it, it's probably spoiled or soured. Me leaving it there and not acknowledging that it's there and taking it out and pouring it out and throwing it away does not make the bad milk go away. The bad milk stays in the refrigerator and it just spoils even more until eventually you don't even have to open the door to smell the stench. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? And so that's what happens when we continue to ignore our emotions. This is where people get to the point of having mental well-being, mental health breakdowns, Mm -hmm. you know, get to the point of, you know, having emotional outbursts and irrational behavior because I haven't dealt with the underlining stuff, you know, that Mm -hmm. I need to deal with, Mm -hmm. you know, even prayer, prayer is amazing. And God does, does good, good work, Mm -hmm. you know, there are some things though, that we will be allowed to have to go through a process to actually heal that thing. Mm-hmm. And God may tell you in prayer, you need to go to counseling. You need to go see a therapist, mm-hmm. you know, or you need to have a conversation with this person. He will always give you something to do because faith mm-hmm. without works is there. Correct. Yeah. And, but there are some things, like I said, that we will have to go through a process of healing, Mm -hmm. that it's not just going to go away because I pray about it, Mm -hmm. that I, there are some things that I literally need to say out loud that I need to process, that I need to feel, that I need to sit in, that I need to, um, apologize for, that I need to write a letter, uh, to someone that maybe doesn't get delivered, like there are, there are steps to this thing. And so there's always going to be a part that I have to play in it. Right. Mm -hmm. And just continuing to sweep the things under the rug. They don't work. Yeah. You know, acknowledging it, you know, we can't, I remember that I was, I can't, I was preparing for something and this is what I heard. And some, you know, this is, you know, they got some, some deep people who watch the podcast. Mm -hmm. So, People may, you know, it's not biblically sound, but what I heard in my heart was God told me, if, if I can't touch it, I can't heal it, mm. heal it. Mm-hmm. And I think what, what he was saying was, and and I know it's not about, I'm not talking about physically touching. Right, right, right. I think what he was saying to me was, you're, you're keeping that so hidden and buried away mm-hmm. Until you bring that to me. Right. I guess that's exactly. what it is. Until you bring that that's to your me. act of faith. He's going to always tell because, you to do something. Like you were saying, we, we don't even acknowledge and we just want to ignore it. And I know that is such, oh, I'll speak for me. For me, that was such a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot that went into that, you know, just talking about, you know, for me as a man, as a husband, as a father, I was under the impression that I had to be strong for you. I had to be strong for the girls. I had to be strong for everybody. And if if me acknowledging that mm-hmm. that I was that I was struggling, you know, and and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't depression or anything like that, but it was just the pressure is the weight of of, of, life. of, of weight. Yeah, mm-hmm. the weight of providing, the weight of all of these things. And if I, I, I thought that if I acknowledged that or if I said that, then I would be giving into it or I wasn't. It, it's like I can't be I, I can't be because I know for me, like I, I pictured my father as this strong man, as mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. you know, conqueror. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, the, that the pressure never got to him, mm-hmm. you know, and when when I would have those moments 
I, I felt that I couldn't share them with you. So I was basically suffering in silence. There was many nights I would stay up, you know, and I know you, you're you always saying how you, you're the one that's usually up and I'm the one usually sleeping. Mm-hmm. But there's many nights where, you know, I'm up just and I'm just processing and thinking about all of these things that are coming up and, mm-hmm. you know, how are we going to do this? How are we going to make this happen? How are we going to accomplish this? Um, and that pressure could could sometimes be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I never wanted to admit that, hey, man, I'm struggling with this mm-hmm. I, I, because I felt that if I admitted that, then then. I felt that I was a failure as a strong man of faith mm-hmm. because I'm, 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 I don't know, I, I, I don't know what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if we're gonna make it through this season, and I don't know if the rent's gonna get paid this month or well, you know, whatever it was that we were dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had this mentality that you know, as long as my family was okay, then I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as everybody is good. You know, and when I say okay, what I meant was. As long as my girls didn't know that we were struggling, mm-hmm. I wanted to keep all of that from them, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought that they were okay. And, you know, in my mind that I had to make sure that everybody else was taken care of, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, you know, how, you know, the old saying, I'll rest when I'm dead, you know, I, right. I, I don't, don't worry about me. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Right. And, you know, we can get to a place in our lives where, you know, eventually something's going to have something's going to break. Mm-hmm. Something's going to break. Mm-hmm. And and um, so that's why I think it's so important, you know, to have these conversations with your spouse or with your partner, mm-hmm. um, because what I found out was. You never. How do I how do I say that? I'll say it this way. I found out that I am not your savior. Correct. Mm-hmm. That I'm not. And I know we say that like, oh, you're my hero. Did you ever know that you're my <laughs> hero? I know we do that. That's a great song. And I love that song. And I understand what the song is saying. Mm-hmm. But I'm not your hero. Correct. I'm, I'm, I can't save you. Mm-hmm. That's God's job. Correct. You know, so I, I play a part in that, but I can't take the whole weight of making sure that you're okay because I'm I'm not designed to bear up under that weight. Right. And I know there's so many and you know men out there that you may be dealing with that. Hey man, look, do me a favor. You need to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you don't know how to have it with your spouse or if you don't know how to have it with your partner or your significant other or whatever, hey, reach out to me. I'm more than willing to have that conversation mm-hmm. with you because like Tanya said, you need to talk to someone because um, I don't believe that we were designed to carry that weight on our own. Correct. Correct. It, you know, it makes me think about, and we've talked about this probably a long time ago on the podcast about expecting your spouse or your significant other to make you happy, mm-hmm. right? That it's their job to make you happy. That, that is unfair. That's an unfair expectation for this person to make you happy. If you are an unhappy individual, there is nothing that someone else can do to make you happy because really happiness can be based on what's happening. So in the moment you bring me roses and I'm excited, I'm happy about receiving the roses. But if I'm still an unhappy individual on the inside, there's not much that you can do. That's some work that I need to do on my own to heal 
whatever is going on that's that is really the root to these feelings of unhappiness. And mm-hmm. so when you talk about provision, and I I heard I think it was uh, Ta- um, Tabitha Brown say this. She said that her husband is not her provider, that God is her provider. Mm -hmm. And he's not the person that she leans on for provision, but she leans on God, Mm -hmm. right? And that has been something that I've done always since we've been married is leaning on God for our provision, not Mm -hmm. just mine, but Mm -hmm. for our, you know, provision. So when you take on the full brunt and weight of the expectation that it that's fully your job, that's unfair to you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and to for you to feel like that, that's solely your responsibility. I can imagine how isolating that mm-hmm. is, you mm-hmm. know, and so I can understand in the moments where in those times when you would shut down and kind of go inward because you're processing all of that because you feel alone because I have all of this responsibility. Yeah, I got to do it. Right. And you can't do it. Right. And it's, that's it's- where we as children of God era is that we feel like we've got to do it. And so mm-hmm. we start, we get into this, this, this grind and hustle mentality or, or trying to, you know, pull funds from here and, and there and, you know, make things happen on mm-hmm. our own rather than trusting and believing God, mm-hmm. you know, and it's when we, when we try and it's not, and that's not that I sit, that I'm sitting on my butt and I'm not doing anything. Right. I am working. I am doing my part, but I'm also trusting and believing God that, you know, you're speaking to me about what my part is, what it is that I'm doing. You're putting me in the in situations to connect with the right people. You're having, you know, you're aligning things in, in my life and I'm trusting that. So even when it doesn't look like things are, are moving and the way that we want for them to move and as quickly as we want for them to move, still trusting in that, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know how we got way over here. We talking about mental health, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just following you. I'm, I'm going with you. But you know, for a believer, that's, that's the, that is a part of your mental well being because listen, I don't know how many times that I can say for myself where I have, prayed anxious prayers Mm -hmm. where I have prayed like, you know, God, you know, I'm trusting you to make this happen. I'm believing you to make this happen to God. Please let make this happen or, you know, crying out, but it's coming from a place of anxiety Mm -hmm. and not trust. Mm -hmm. Right. And so until I, I have to deal with the anxiety Okay, where is this anxiety coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so there, there's a balance, I guess is what I'm trying to say. There's that, it's that place of two things are true at the same time. Yeah. You know, I'm a person of faith and I'm also, you know, a person who deals with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so I have to, I have to talk to someone about the anxiety, figure out where that's coming from, do what I need to do to to not just manage that but eventually 
heal that and I need to lean in on God. Mm-hmm. You know, so it they go together. They go hand in hand. Yeah. So um, I'm going to bring us kind of back with what I was talking about earlier mm-hmm. uh, about, you know, making sure that we're not just holding all of that stuff in, you know, part of being in a relationship. That's the beauty. One of the beautiful things in a relationship, you're not in it by yourself. Correct. But for me, I know as a man, I was treating it when it came to my mental and emotional well-being, mm-hmm. I was treating it like I'm in this by myself. And mm-hmm. I was saying, I don't want to burden Tanya with the right. stuff that I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to push put this on her. Um, but the ironic part was, is that that's part of being vulnerable. And that's what you, you really wanted from me. You wanted to know my fears and my, my failures. And, you know, cause the, the, the triumphant, the conquering, the successful, that's only one side of me. Correct. And what I was unknowingly, Mm-hmm. Uh, I said earlier, unwillingly, but mm-hmm. uh, unknowingly, um, what I was unknowingly doing was I was building really a wall between yeah. you and I, and I wasn't giving you full access to all of me, right. which is what you wanted, which is true intimacy mm-hmm. is, is really letting you see everything, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the beautiful parts as well as the ugly parts, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the, the bad part about this, and I know for me and a lot of the men that I've talked to, we as men, we do a good job of that compartmentalizing mm-hmm. and we know how to put things in the boxes. You know, um, I, I always say I, I throughout the day, like you, you call me all throughout the day. I don't do a good job of that. And I know that and I'm working on it. But I, but part of the reason why I don't is because like when I'm at work, I'm at work and I compartmentalize that mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm getting a job done. And compartmentalizing can be a, a great, a great tool, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you're, when things happen and you have to take this and put it aside and now work on that, mm-hmm. but it's not a long-term strategy sure. for, for decompressing for, um, for, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just, just your emotional well being. Sure. That's not a good long-term strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we as men and, and and specifically me, I had to learn how to give voice to all of that, how to uh, to, to talk about what I was going through, how to validate and acknowledge like we were talking about earlier, those emotions and acknowledge those feelings. Mm-hmm. Because when you do that, it's something about acknowledging or even identifying it that that starts the healing the healing right. process. Right. Does that right. make sense? It's it's like what I said earlier. It's like, oh, I have a word for it. I have yes. understanding of it now. And so that alone begins to alleviate, you know, the negativity because now I I can explain it. Yeah. Now it's and so and now I since I know what it is, it's like having um, something undiagnosed in your body. Mm-hmm. And, but now that we know what it is, we can treat it. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Now that we know what it is. And here's the other thing that I discovered is that when you start voicing this and mm-hmm. start talking about it, you then can do the work of understanding where is that coming from mm-hmm. and why you're doing what you're doing and sure. why. And so you know, you'll start to see these patterns in your lives and in, in your life. And that so helped me to understand uh, that, um, you know, it's not that um, 
I'm trying to think of a good example. I can't think of one right now. Mm-hmm. But I'll just leave it at that. You start to identify those patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of all of that, um, it's it's like, it's, it's that, I'll just say it this way. That's that's part of the growth process. Sure. And, and becoming the, the man that I am today, part of that process is going back to heal from all of those instances and unlearn. That's maybe what I was, was, mm-hmm. what I was trying to say is unlearning. It helps me to uh, talking about it helps me to unlearn mm-hmm. all of those toxic things that I was taught about even what it means to be a man. Mm-hmm. So it really has helped me to go back and undo uh, a lot of that work. And, and, and that comes from a lot of different places. It comes from television. It came, some of it came from, from my father just observing him mm-hmm. or, or, and, and his, that's the thing. Some of that, I never, I just assumed some things. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. You know, I assumed right. that maybe he had it all figured out mm-hmm. and there wasn't a struggle. I assumed right. that, right. but because I never had that conversation, which takes me to another point. We need to not only have those conversations with our spouses, but with we have children. with our children Absolutely. because they need to know that. Well, so I don't have it all figured out, figured out all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm I not stressed. Per- I'm not I perfect. Can, yeah, yeah, all, all of, that. of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we both said all of that. <laughs> We're on the same wavelength tonight. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you got anything else to add? add no, I to think that that, that was um, that was good, and you know, just as your your spouse you're you're absolutely spot on you know and i um i say that to men about women all the time is that we want to we want to know when we say what's wrong or what are you thinking because you have this look on your face and mm-hmm. you, you're not talking like we literally want to know mm-hmm. you know yeah. and 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 it's not out of a negative place it's out of a place of concern and yeah. love that what's going on with you yeah. you know i want to i want to understand you i want to hold space for you you know if mm-hmm. i can help i will try to offer assistance but mainly i just want to be there for you and mm-hmm. when you don't open up to me it feels like rejection mm-hmm. like you don't want me to be there for you. Yeah. And, and I will say sometimes I don't know. So that's why I say I don't know. Sure. But when I say I don't know, maybe I, need to, I, I, I change that to I don't know, but um, let me find out. Right. I'm, I'm working I'm, on I'm, I'm working on figuring that out. Right. Right. Because yeah. I think a lot of times I said I don't know. And that was just a deflection. Just, what I really wanted to say, don't ask me that. Because I really don't want to, I really don't want to tell you what's right. going on. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, so, so utilize the tool, yeah, the helpmate mm-hmm. that God has placed in That's your good. life, mm-hmm. and maybe they're not the the end all be all. Maybe you need to talk to someone mm-hmm. in a professional capacity, mm-hmm. but definitely there's so many times when we do have the conversations, the hard conversations mm-hmm. that we have. I feel so much better because it's like ah. You know, right. I, I got that off of my mm-hmm. chest mm-hmm. and it's it's better, I feel, for me to do it that way than to just let it sit and brood and stir and right. uh, or simmer. And 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 I'm going through all this mental anguish in my mind sure. and I'm thinking I can't tell her that because I don't want to hurt her feelings mm-hmm. or guess what? You are hurting her feelings, feelings because you're not being honest. And right. and she feels that mm-hmm. and she feels distant from you and, mm-hmm. and she's not. Uh, she doesn't feel like she's close to you. Yeah. Absolutely. And for you, 
the more I can share that, the, to, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but the closer you feel, absolutely, the closer you feel to me. So, yep. so yeah. So hopefully you got something out of that. We're gonna leave it there. Yep. Um, look, reach out, man. Get get help. Look, I'm talking specifically to the men, women. Mm-hmm. If if you're watching that, play just this part for the men in your life. Look, reach out. Send me a message. Do get get, or if it's not me, someone. Mm-hmm. Let's let's have these conversations. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because you're never going to be the best version of yourself. You're never going to be the you that you deserve mm, to be. That's good. The you until that you, you deal with all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you would have figured, if you could have figured it out, you would have by now. Mm. So reach out. Uh, uh, you can start at uh, Whole Life Coaching, Whole Life coachingandcounseling.com. Mm-hmm. If you go there, you can get in, in touch with us. Um, or you can just reach out to us on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, you have anything to add to that? No, definitely reach out to, uh, check, go to the website. You can sign up for a free consultation there. Um, you can also go to the Facebook page, which is um, Whole Life Solutions. You can message, message us there, message us here. Um, on marriage matters, you can definitely do that as well. Just however, just reach out, just say, Hey, um, I need to talk to someone. Yeah. Um, and we'll, yeah. we'll get you set up. Yeah. Cause I mean, look, we admit we, we struggle too, mm-hmm. and we have to reach out and get help, mm-hmm. you know? And, and again, it's, it's, it's not that we, you know, it, it's for us, we just want you to live to your full potential. Mm-hmm. And we know, I know for my, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm now seeing how on this journey of purpose, on this journey of self-fulfillment mm-hmm. is that this is all, this is a big part of that for me. Sure. Um, so um, that's all we got for you today. Remember, go to the Apple podcast and leave us a, uh, a, a, a review. Um, and on that note, if you're watching this, you can listen to this on yes. Apple podcast. Yes. Um, and also you can do Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, Anchor. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the other places. But um, yeah, hit us up on Apple podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all we got for Five you this stars. week. That's all we got for you this week. Um, You got anything else you want to share? No, thank you guys so much for joining us. All right. Well, this is Glenn and Tanya Coleman reminding you that your your marriage marriage matters. matters. We'll see you next week. Bye.